Hey kids, it's time for Devos. Yay, Devotions! We have a great show planned for today, and I'm so glad you're here with me because this is Donuts and Devos, where God sprinkles His love on us and feeds our faith. Jesus will lead us and teach us. He will lead us to peace. We are the children that He loves. Jesus, teach us to be just like You. Your words are true, so we're Donuts and Devos. Lead us to peace. We're Donuts and Devos. We're Donuts and Devos. We're Donuts and Devos. Hi kids, this is Donuts and Devos and I'm Mary Faith. This is a podcast just for you where we read the Bible, talk about what it means, memorize God's word, and learn as much as we can about God. Reading and hearing these important Bible truths help feed our faith and grow in God's word. Our show today is wrapping up our very first season of Donuts and Devos. I can hardly believe it. We dove into God's word and began at the very beginning, creation. We followed the story of the beginning of our world all the way through Genesis chapter 11, where we heard the story of the Tower of Babel. In our devotions this season, we hear constantly of God's promise to the people about sending a Savior because of His constant and unwavering love for them. On our show, we are going to highlight some of our and our listeners' favorite devotions, along with having a review section to see just how much you can remember. Be sure to download our special bonus activity sheet for this episode to write down your answers during our Roasting Seat segment of the show. You can find that free worksheet on DonutsAndDevos.com as well as all the coloring pages we had over this season. During our Roasting Seat segment, we will ask questions about our Bible stories and give five seconds for our listeners at home to answer. And don't worry, we'll give you the answers to write down just in case you miss one. Before we begin our recap of our season, let's start with the Lord's Prayer. Are you kids ready? Yeah! Then let's fold our hands and bow our heads. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. It made sense to start out our brand new podcast with the very first book of the Bible, Genesis. We took two shows to explore how God created the entire world and the perfect order that he chose to create it. Let's take a listen at our very first devotion clip from episode one. The very first thing he did was create light and make day and night. Have you ever been outside at night in the pitch dark or maybe in your room with the door shut and no flashlight? You can't see anything. There's a feeling of being lost. 
The minute a light is turned on, though, everything makes sense and comes to order. God brought order when he spoke those words, let there be light, and he saw that it was good. That light shows us a part of God's character. God's presence creates faith in us. So basically, God turns the light on in our hearts. God continued with his master plan on the second day by separating that huge expanse of waters. He created the sky. Now I want you to imagine that you're outside with a clear umbrella over your head. Now look up. That is the expanse, the atmosphere, the space between the earth and the heavens. And that's exactly what God called it, the heavens. And on the third day, he added more to his puzzle by creating dry land. God saw that the dry land needed to be filled. So he said, sprout plants and trees. This is what we call vegetation, kind of like the word vegetable. Now, the world was prepared for God to fill it to his perfect plan. God took the complete darkness and chaos that was there, and like a puzzle, he put everything together perfectly. But even though there was darkness, God was there, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And God the Spirit hovered in the darkness. And we have comfort and peace, knowing that no matter what we might struggle with, God is always with us, even by our side. He is omnipresent meaning he is present at all times and in all places. God designed everything perfectly, and during creation, he placed everything in the right place with a purpose. Let's take a listen. So I have a few questions for you. Where did God put the birds? Did he put them in the ocean? No! <laughs> of course not. That'd be so silly. And where did he put the cows? In the fields. Exactly. In the fields, right where they belong. Oh, and do whales live in the air? No, they absolutely do not. <laughs> no, they live in the water, right where they live. Yeah, belong. they belong there. And what's so incredible is that you belong right where you are too. You have an amazing purpose that God created you for, even if you aren't sure what that purpose is yet. You have a reason for being here. God has placed you exactly where you belong. Every day, you can share God's love with your family and friends and love them because God loved us first. Creation really does show us just how much God loves us and how majestic He truly is. We learned more about Adam and Eve in episodes 3 and 4 here on Donuts and Devos. God saw that even with all the animals, there was no helper fit for him. So he did something about that. Here's a show favorite from our discussion about how God created Eve. Can you just imagine being the only two people in the world? What a very different life it must have been for Adam and Eve. I've always wondered what the world was like when they were in the Garden of Eden. Remember, that's where God placed them. Hey, if you could meet Adam and Eve today, what would you ask them? What would you ask them? What animal do you like? What their favorite animal is? Yeah. That would be a really good question because since, you know, 
they named all of the animals. What about you? What animal did you guys name first? What animal did Adam name first? That is an intriguing question. Interesting. I think I would like to know the answer to that question too. As we heard in our Bible reading, even though God's creation was perfect, something was still missing. God saw that nothing he had created was a good helper for Adam, which makes sense because even though Adam had all those animals to live with, he had no one to talk to. Can animals talk? No. So we like our dogs, don't we? Yeah. But are they enough to keep us from getting lonely? No. No, you need someone to talk to. So God decided that man needed someone just like him that would fill in the missing piece. But did he make another man? No. No. God had Adam fall asleep, and from one of his ribs, he made a woman, just like your mom. Ouch. <laughs> you gotta love a kid's reaction to that. Absolutely. With Adam and Eve being the very first parents, they were the source where all people came from. God created this family, and through a family, through a mother and a father, you were given life. Everything in the garden where Adam and Eve were living was perfect, but unfortunately, things didn't stay that way. Everything was perfect, but then in Genesis chapter three, things become ominous and dark because the snake. Right, a serpent came slithering up to Eve one day and started talking to her. I mean. What would you think if a snake started chatting with you? Scary. Scary. A little odd, wouldn't it be? Yeah. This was no ordinary snake. Do you know who the snake was? Satan. Satan. The devil. The devil. Satan tempted Eve, saying she'd be just like God, and Eve gave in. She disobeyed God and ate the forbidden fruit. Adam also ate it, and sin entered the world. We are born with a sinful nature by the sin of Adam and Eve, but it's important that we don't hide from our sin, but rather confess it to God. But God sought them out in the garden. Adam and Eve had to tell God what they had done. This is called confession, admitting your sin. When you do something wrong to someone, what should you do? Say I'm sorry. That's right. You apologize. Now, usually, when you say I'm sorry, people might respond back with, "It's okay." But let's think about what that really means. If you push somebody and said, "I'm sorry," and they replied, "It's okay," what are they telling you? Um, you do it again. It's okay to push. And is it? No. Absolutely not. When Adam and Eve disobeyed God, did He say, "It's okay"? No. no. God doesn't say sin is okay. He doesn't pass over the sin and tell Adam and Eve it's all right. He dealt with the sin. And he shows his victory over sin on the cross, where our sin is forgiven through Jesus. So when someone does something wrong to you and they say "I'm sorry," the correct response we need to give is, "I, I forgive, forgive you. you." We forgive because through God's promise to Adam and Eve to send a Savior, Jesus showed the biggest act of love when He forgave all of our sins on the cross. He sure did. One of our most popular shows was surprisingly the early genealogy of Jesus. 
it turns out there were some pretty interesting takeaways from reading about the early ancestors of Jesus. It is quite surprising, but we got a clear understanding of where people actually came from. Finally. <laughs> Adam and Eve had other sons and daughters besides just Cain and Abel and Seth, the son of the promise, remember? While we don't have an exact number, though, I'm sure it was a lot of children. For sure, because people lived a long time then, between 800 and 900 years, we learned. We also found out that I'm not the best at pronouncing <laughs> these biblical names. When Methuselah had lived 187 years, he fathered La Lamech. Lamech. See, that's why Pastor Glaze is here to help me out. Lamech. Methuselah lived after he fathered Lamech 782 years and had other sons and daughters. Thus, all the days of Methuselah were 969 years, and he died. After Noah was 500 years old, Noah fathered Shem, Ham, and Japheth. 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 Thank you. <laughs> okay, I tried. <laughs> you did. You did. You did a good job. <laughs> but I'll remember from now on, hopefully. Really, though, this was truly fascinating as we get a better idea of the lineage of Jesus and how they were all related. As we moved through our season, we took our time reading the story of Noah because it truly was such a monumental story in our early Bible history. Changes the whole face of the earth, turns out, because man being so corrupt, God gets super angry. Wait, wait, I mean, I mean, very, very sad over the actions of mm -hmm. his people. And he floods the whole earth to, what did you say, start over? Yeah. I'd say that was pretty life-changing. These were some of my favorite episodes, though, because I feel like we really got to experience the flood with Noah as we took our time and read about his journey of building the ark, filling it with the animals and his family, and then ultimately being in it for a full year during the rain, winds, and storms. Well, that was a long time. Really long. Let's listen back on those events. And all flesh died that moved on the earth, birds, livestock, beasts, all swarming creatures that swarm on the earth, and all mankind. Everything on the dry land in whose nostrils was the breath of life died. He blotted out every living thing that was on the face of the ground, man and animals and creeping things and birds of the heavens. But God remembered Noah and all the beasts and all the livestock that were with him in the ark. And God made a wind blow over the earth and the waters subsided. The fountains of the deep and the windows of the heavens were closed. The rain from the heavens was restrained, and the waters receded from the earth continually. In the 601st year, in the first month, the first day of the month, the waters were dried from the earth. And God kept Noah safe during the entire flood, as the waters wiped out every living thing on the earth. Through it all, through the huge storm, the crashing waves, maybe thunder and lightning, God was with Noah and his family. God kept his promise and kept them safe for those very long 40 days and nights. Very long 40 days. And that's what we can remember too. God is always with us and will always watch over us, even during those storms that we don't like. What a faithful promise we can hold on to. Through the flood, God never forgot his promise to send the Messiah, the one who would save the world from sin and death. And he kept it, sending Jesus and showing that he is true to his word. God made so many promises in the Bible and kept every single one, including the one he made to Noah after the flood. 
God said, I have set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth, and the water shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. Now, we just had a storm roll in a few days ago, and afterwards, we saw a beautiful double rainbow. Our kids stood up staring at it. It was so pretty. And it was truly a comforting sight after the hard winds and rain we got, seeing that bow in the clouds and remembering God's promise to us. What peace and joy it brought. And that's what God brings to us through his word as we hear it and are filled with encouragement, strength, and the peace that only God can give. We've seen in such a short time of reading the Bible just how much God loves each and every one of us. He is always with us and will always be with us. He is faithful, merciful, and loving. And as we learn this season, God keeps the promises he makes always. Thank you for joining us this season, Pastor Glaze, and helping us dig deeper into God's Word each show. We hope you'll come back and join us next season, too. I enjoyed every moment of it. Look forward to next season. God's blessings to you and to all of you kids and the rest of you listeners, too. another special guest on our show this season. Miss Baker joined us in episode three, or maybe was it four? I can't remember. And helped put our memory verses to music. In our segment, The Donut Mixer, we're going to go back and play our memory verses again and see just how many of them you can remember and sing along to. Let's start with our verse from episode four. It's from 1 Corinthians 15 verse 22. Can you sing along with Miss Baker? Here we go. Did you remember that one? Well, you can make sure to write it down on the first page of your activity sheet. Our memory verses for season one activity sheet will have all 10 of our verses that we learned. And go ahead and write them down as best as you can from your memory. And once again, if you aren't able to do that, no problem. Just get your Bibles and look them up. Our next memory verse was from episode five, Romans 12, 21. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Romans 12, 21. Next up on episode 6 was one of my personal favorites, Psalm 28, verse 9. Oh, save your people and bless your heritage. Be their shepherd and carry them forever. Oh, save your people and bless your heritage. Be their shepherd and carry them forever. Oh, save your people and bless your heritage. Be their shepherd and carry them forever. Psalm 28, verse 9. 
This was such a catchy tune. I find myself singing it quite often. Episode 7 was Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. In episode 8, we went to Psalms 34, verse 15. The eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous, and his ears toward their cry. Psalm 86 verse 5 was our memory verse for episode 9, reminding us of God's ever-abounding steadfast love to us. For you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding in steadfast love to all who call upon you. For you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding And finally, in episode 10, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will exalt you. From James chapter 4, verse 10. Humble yourselves before the Lord. Humble yourselves before the Lord. And he will exalt you. And he will exalt you. As a reminder, we have all these memory verses that Miss Baker put to song on our YouTube channel. Just search for Donuts and Devos, and you can play them anytime you want. They're super catchy. We know this. My children sing it all the time, and I bet when you started hearing Miss Baker sing today, you were able to sing right along with her. All right, boys and girls, it's now time to see just how much of our devotions you can remember from our season. We like to call this section of our show the roasting seat, and I have a special listener here who's going to help me try to answer some of the questions from our Bible devotion. You can follow along with your activity worksheet, which you can find on our website at donutsanddevos.com. 
And don't worry if you don't get all of the questions. You can go ahead and after our show, check your answers with the Bible verses that are given to you on your activity sheet. Are you guys ready? Are you ready? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So here's how this game is going to work. I'm going to read the question. And we're going to give about five seconds, and then I want you two to try and say if you can give me the right answer. Do you think you can do that? Yes, yes we can do and that. And it's okay if you yes, get it wrong. we can do that. Okay. So I will have a question from each episode of our season. Let's start with episode one. In the beginning, what was hovering over the surface of the waters? All right. Do you guys know? God. Yes. God. God's spirit. God's God spirit was hovering it. over the water. Right. All right. Question number two from episode two. What did God create on the sixth day? Do you remember? Mankind. Mankind. Yes, man and also... Animals. Animals. Land animals. That's right. On the sixth day, God created land animals and man. Very good. All right. Question number three. What tree did God command Adam and Eve to not eat from? All right. What tree? The tree of forbidden fruit. Well, the fruit was forbidden, but what kind of tree was it? The tree that God did. <laughs> the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. evil. That's right. Mm-hmm. Number four. When God cursed the serpent, he also promised a savior that would do what to Satan? What was the Savior going to do to Satan? Um, destroy him. By doing what? Crushing his head. That's right. The Savior was going to crush the head of the serpent. Very good. Number five. How did God protect Cain after he killed his brother Abel? With a marker. You know what? I think we'll give that one to him, won't we? That's right. Maybe not a marker, but markers make marks. God left a mark on Cain, which protected him. Good job. Number six. What happened to Enoch when he was 365 years old? What happened to Enoch? He walked he walked with God and while he was walking he God took him up to heaven and he never died. That is we call why we call Enoch special. That is right. Well, okay, so someone remembered the devotion with Enoch. Exactly. God took Enoch up to heaven with him. That's right. Enoch didn't die, so he's special. Number seven, who did God save on the ark? Who did God save on the ark? Noah. Noah. And his family. And his family and? 
Amos! Animals, the two of each kind, male and female. He saved them all. And actually, you'll have to go back and listen to that episode because it was actually seven of the clean animals. All right, number eight. How long was Noah, his family, and the animals on the ark? This could be a trick question. All right, one how long? Year? One year. Yes, almost one year. It was a very, very long time. We like that episode. All right, we have two more questions. Number nine. What was God's sign to Noah and the world that he would never flood the earth again? All right, what was the sign? I think you know this one. A rainbow. That's right. And did we not see a rainbow just the other day? Did yes. we see a rainbow? Yes. We did. A big rainbow. A big rainbow. Two rainbows. I know. There were two of them. Uh, and the final question we have from episode 10. Why were the people at Babel trying to build a huge tower? All right, why were they trying to build a huge tower? Because they wanted to um, make a ladder to stairs to heaven to see if they can get to heaven. And they wanted to their kids to remember them by, um, by the big tower so they kind of be like God. That is a very in-depth qu- answer to that question. But ultimately, yes, they wanted to make a name for themselves. And they wanted to get themselves up to heaven on their own. And did God let them? Nobody can do that. Nobody can do that. No. God changed the languages and they had to split up in different parts. That's right. Wow, you guys did a great job. Such a good job answering those questions. And our listeners at home, I hope you were able to... I hope you were able to join us as well. And do not worry. If you didn't get the answers, you can look them up in the Bible with the Bible verses that are there. Thank you, friends. Thank you for helping us answer our questions. that wraps up our very first season. What a joy it's been to hang out with you each week. We will be on a short break and then return with brand new episodes, starting with the incredible story of Abraham on August 5th. Please be sure to find our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash donuts and devos. We will also be starting a brand new private Facebook group for our Donuts and Devos listening community to create a space where we will share more resources to strengthen your family's faith. Please subscribe and follow on Instagram and Twitter as well so we can keep you up to date on what's coming up in season two. And as always, we so appreciate whenever you're able to share with your friends and families because this truly does help as many families grow in God's word. A big thank you to each and every one of you out there who have listened and learned about God with us this season. For my adult listeners, thank you so much. Please be sure to visit our website at DonutsAndDevos.com for all those free printables that help the kids go through their devotions each week. A special thank you to Pastor Glaze and Miss Baker who help make our show come alive with biblical truths and music. 
and for our younger guests who make their appearances, you guys did awesome. I'm Mary Faith, and you've been listening to Donuts and Devos, where we connect kids to Christ and fill them with joy and Jesus' peace. Bye, kids. See you next time. Donuts and Devos lead us to Jesus.